Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I am your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're doing a Once More Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we are doing Season 3, Episode 18, Earshots. This episode first aired September 21st, 1999, written by Jane Epsonson and directed by Regis Campbell, Eddie. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yes, Eddie, you have been trying to convince me and now we are at, and I want to announce it, our 50th episode, Eddie. We finally got it, Eddie. 50 episodes. 50 episodes. It's, uh, you know, it's been fun. It's been a ride. I hope you've been enjoying it. Uh, my ride with this, uh, it's been a milestone. It's a good milestone. 50. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew we could do 50 episodes? 50 episodes. We could do another 50, you think? I reckon we could 50. easily do another 50. It's been an easy 50. It has, yeah. Yeah. So I suppose our, our episodes aren't two hours long. So. Yeah. yeah. No, doing really well. So I'm so happy. Let's celebrate. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Uh, so, what have you got for me, Eddie? This episode, earshot. What was your initial rewatching of this episode? Yeah, this is a follow-on episode to clear up all the issues with Buffy and Angel, pretty much. Um, and you know, Buffy dealing with her insecurities about faith. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then you sort of throw in some. Teen PSA issues of the day. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we got. It is a little PSA, but doesn't not too heavy on yeah, the things. I think, and we've you know we've also got a mystery again, which is good, and you've got them interrogating students again. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's also a good like it's there's actually a lot of really fun lines in this episode as well, mm-hmm. considering okay. some of the subject matter. Yeah, yeah. So, did you want to do this? Okay, yeah, let's do that and get back to it. On patrol, Buffy runs into two mouthless demons and succeeds in killing one, but some of its blood is absorbed through her skin. When her hand starts itching, Giles explains that she may be infected with an aspect of the demon. Buffy worries about what aspect she will be getting and is horrified when Willow wonders if the demon was male. The next day, as she's walking through the halls, Buffy finds that she can hear the thoughts of others. In class, she answers a teacher's questions by listening to the thoughts of her classmates. She also hears the thoughts of Freddie Iverson, who writes editorials for the school paper and who has a negative opinion about everything at Sunnydale. Later that day, Buffy goes to the mansion to use her mind-reading abilities to check up on Angel and find out the truth about what happened between him and Faith. He informs her that she can no more read his mind than see his image in a mirror. He tells her what happened with Faith meant nothing and that in 240 years, he has loved only Buffy. At the library, Buffy tells her friends about her abilities to read minds. She learns that Xander constantly thinks about sex. Cordelia says almost exactly what she thinks. Oz thinks extremely deep thoughts. Willow thinks about how she's left out of things. And Wesley thinks about Cordelia romantically, but reprimands himself about having feelings for an underage girl. In the lunchroom, Buffy is overwhelmed by all the voices she's hearing from the students. She hears that someone is about to kill all the students, but eventually is overwhelmed by all the voices and passes out. Later, she tells everyone to get organised to find out who the potential killer is. Buffy goes home to rest, while Willow and the others go around interviewing students and faculty. 
Angel hunts down the surviving demon and brings his heart in a glass mixed with other ingredients after Buffy finds the effects of mind reading to be stressful and distracting. He forces Buffy to drink it and she goes into convulsions. When she wakes up, she is no longer able to hear the thoughts. Willow and the rest of the Scooby gang locate all the students on a list except Freddy Iverson, so they go looking for him. They finally corner Freddy in his office and learn that he is not the potential killer. They find a letter from Jonathan apologising for his upcoming actions. Buffy finds Jonathan in the clock tower assembling a rifle. Buffy takes it from him and then discovers he was planning to kill himself. Xander checks the kitchen and stumbles upon lunch lady putting rat poison into the food. She tries to kill him with a cleaver, but Buffy knocks her unconscious. Buffy and Giles discuss about what happened as they walk through the school grounds. Buffy tells Giles that she now knows that he had sex with her mother, to which Giles then walks into a tree. The end. Uh-huh. All right, now it was tempting not to go into in the initial recap about what this episode was, uh, well, what uh, caused this episode to be pulled. So, Eddie, where do you want to start with this? Yeah, well, this is probably one of the most um, controversial episodes of Buffy. Uh, yeah, so gathering when it was released, it seemed pretty obvious that something had happened because uh, the other episodes were released in March and May and this one came out in September. Yes. So, so just before the season four premiere, so yes. that would have been a little confusing. Just a little bit. Uh, and also it meant that you missed the parts about Angel and Buffy working it out, like mm-hmm. kind of getting over their their issues. Were you aware of this when it happened? Uh, you know what? Yes, it was. It was. I remember it being on E Entertainment News that they'd pulled, like, because there was a lot of things that got pulled, kind of like when nine eleven yeah, happened. Yeah, there was a lot of things that things got that pulled. Things that just come out bad timing, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, there was a I mean, one of the funny nine eleven ones was a Brian Adams song where he's singing in front of the World Trade Center. Yeah, and, <laughs> New York, and, but New York it was like the, I think it was the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man trailer yeah, teaser, cause, yeah. Because it had like a helicopter trapped in a… And the webs between the twin yeah, towers. Between yeah, between the… Yeah, so there was lots Bad of… Bad timing. There was lots of things that had to be pulled um, and it happened with Columbine as well and it happened mm. to be this episode of Buffy um, because it did deal with, though there is no actual shooting, there is jokes about it, about… Um, shootings in American schools. Yeah. Um, yeah, Xander says some pretty crass And it is actually sort of, it. it's, it's intentionally misdirected that that is what is going to happen too. Yes, yes, So he's exactly. climbing a clock tower. He's in a clock tower. With a sniper with a high, rifle. Yeah, with a high-powered rifle. Um, but in Australia, it aired as, as per normal. So it did air at the same time. Yeah. So we saw it before then. Um, well, there was already, there was a delay. On, oh, yeah, there would have been, yeah. The, yeah back so, in the days when it took a year for a TV well, show to come. Well, it wasn't quite in. a year, but I think there was a like a six-month. Season or you, something you know, at least. I think it was like probably about a five-month. I can't really remember what the delay was, but it was enough that it wasn't super fresh in everyone's mind. Also, I, I had to look it up when the last time there was a school shooting in Australia. Uh, okay, and when was that? There, there really aren't. None. Well, none where anyone's died. Right. Uh, Other than other than that's high schools. There was one in recent years at La Trobe University, but that was actually a terrorist attack. Oh right. Okay. Um, I think two people died. Yeah, 
or like one person died and one person was injured. Like it wasn't really, yeah, there was one in Adelaide but no one died and it was like in 2012. <laughs> okay. Yes, Australia so, has lots of gun laws. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we can't have, it's, yeah, there's no, uh, we don't have automatic or semi-automatic weapons. I hate to say it'd be such a cliche, but it it does seem to happen a lot in America to the point that you don't even remember them, half of them. Like there's a few you remember, like a Sandy Hook one I, I remember, you know, that's pretty recent. But there's been plenty of others. Yeah. Like dozens. And that South Park episode was just so hilarious with I was just constantly having school shootings and no one was even noticing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> Yeah, it was just happening in the background, you know, yeah. another school shooting, you know. And when they, they cut to the, the outside shot of the school, you'd hear gunshots. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, you, yeah. <laughs> and and this is what gets pulled from the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, that well, was... Yeah, I guess you said it was a week later, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, 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 it was a week so, later. Yeah. Mm. Um, And I do have to say about Jonathan and that gun... When watching it, and I know it isn't meant to be a misdirect that he has the the rifle, mm. but how is easy is it to kill yourself? Like to to turn that on yourself? Yeah. Well, I was rewatching it. The, the barrel wasn't actually that long, so okay. you probably could even just use a stick or something. I don't know if he practiced or not, but it did seem unnecessary for him to put the scope on there. <laughs> So it was a real misdirection. I mean, he's in, the, he's in a tower in a high place and he puts a scope on, you know. It's like, well, you know, he needs to see very far away, obviously. Mm. Uh, you know. But. Um, why? Yeah, and the fact that he goes up to the tower to do it. Yeah, he like, could have just like done it in the room or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's really, it really is it's set a little, up. a little contrived, yeah. It really is set up to be a misdirection. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, but there are many misdirections in the episode yeah they do um, being the uh the mystery episode there's lots of you know red herrings and stuff like yeah, that going yeah. on so they do try to keep it interesting i guess and then but also but that kid who's the um oh the newspaper guy the newspaper guy he's yeah. he's kind of that stereotype that they used to blame all of these things on, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> the, the, the gothic kid sort of thing. Yeah, that, I wasn't that quite, angry, angry young teen. He wasn't quite goth, but he was kind of alternative at least, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, the negative, you know, causes trouble, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? Yeah, an, in a, an, an, anarchist scapegoat yeah. <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this episode, you have the mystery. Um, and then on a thematic level, we have it dealing with suicide and the mass shootings in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Buffy. There's a class discussion, which, of course, is also always is some sort of reflection to what's going on within the episode. Yeah. And you have Buffy talking about Othello and something I can't remember who she said is the dark side of Othello himself, kind of like Faith being the, her kind of dark side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see that, yeah. Um, you know, and her sort of, when she's discussing it, she's almost kind of, you know, discussing her feelings. Apparently they had changed that. It was originally they were talking about Catcher in the Rye and then Joss says, no, nah, no, I need something that's more thematically linked to what's going on in the episode. Good choice. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So the actual perils of being able to read people's thoughts. Would you well, would you rather be able to read someone's thoughts or be immortal? <laughs> well, I don't know. There's sort of um, pros and cons of both. Uh, the problem with being immortal is that everyone you know is going to die. Yeah. I suppose once you're over that, after the first hundred years where you see your great-grandkids die, you probably move on at that point, wouldn't you? Mm. And... Um, yeah, I, I probably would go immortality, I'd say. Immort- immortality. Yeah, I just think so. The whole idea of like being able to read people's thoughts is just horrifying. But also the fact that I don't think brains quite work that way. Like, Yeah, when they do that, it's like everyone's speaking clearly and about something specific. And I kind of feel yeah, like your mind also, would be but, racing a, a million miles an hour. That yeah. you, it'd be, it'd be incoherent. But in, also, don't you incoherent. have. Incoherent. Yeah. Incoherent, but also like, you know, you have images and things going through your head as well. Yeah. So it's hard to portray, you know, like you don't always have a running, like some people apparently don't even have a running monologue I've I've heard. Like, okay. (laughs) Um, I constant, like I would probably be horrible because I constantly have just songs looping in my head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's um, it's probably not even really the song. It's just, I've, a bad version of the song, yeah. you know what I mean? Like a really bad cover, yeah. almost like a um, a karaoke version or something yeah. in my head. Yeah, and when I say song, I mean like pretty much just the chorus of something that I'd heard and it's not necessarily something I like. It's just probably the last thing that I've heard yeah. and it just loops over and over and over in my yeah, head. Yeah, and it's, and it's probably not even the lyrics or anything is right. It's just nonsense. No, no. But there was also where she was uh, reading people's minds as they were talking as well, which I thought was a little weird. Like you couldn't – I feel like when you are talking, you're not really talking – thinking about something when you're yeah. talking. You're, you're concentrating on talking. Yeah. So I'm not sure how that sort of works. Yeah. Unless what you're saying, you're trying to hide what you actually are hmm. wanting to say. I think, I think I, that's, what, that's what it was used as is that the person was saying one thing and they were thinking something completely different. Yeah, I, I would kind of think it would drive you insane to the point, not necessarily being overwhelmed by other voices, but not. I mean, if you're going to go in the in traditional way of how reading thoughts work, and you can just hear people's clear thoughts coming out, that I know you become really cynical or something like that of people and wouldn't trust anyone, and yeah. you know everyone's just full of shit. Well, every yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would just uh, you would just hate humanity and hate everybody. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I yeah, reckon. I think that would be the case. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably like it to be more something that, you know, if I concentrate really hard, I can hear someone's thoughts. I think I'd, I'd like it to be more of a sort of a party trick. Yeah. Where, like, you think of a number or a card and I can say what it is. <laughs> you know, m- more in that sense, I think. That'll be a little cooler. Yeah. Where you can sort of can turn it on and off and control it that way and, you know, make it. Uh, or maybe just when someone's lying. <laughs> or use it to advantage, like when you're playing, playing poker or something like that, yeah. and you can you know, know what hands of people got. So use it, use it in that sort of way, yeah. that sort of fun way. Like knowing the way that I think, I'm like, I need to do this, but you know, like I, like my brain is like absolutely scattered, doing fifty million things a day. Like you'd you'd get a headache <laughs> if you had to listen to me. To like, if your thoughts had to listen to me doing that, and then everyone else in the room also doing that. Like a, yeah, it would make sense that it would cause cause a. Headache. Are you out of your mind? So yeah, if I could do it selectively, mate, mainly. Yeah. But as you said, like I think you'd just end up just 
despising humanity. (laughs) (laughs) It turned you into a nasty person. You'd be like, fuck everyone. They're all pricks. (laughs) Everyone. Everyone is an an asshole. They just, no one ever shows who they really are. Yeah. So, except for Cordelia in this episode. (laughs) Where she speaks exactly what she thinks. Like, I do love that um, the way that it's done, like that scene with all of them sitting there and they find, like, it really is a reflection of their characters. Where she doesn't think before you speak. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, no, it's more like whatever she thinks, she Well, says. no filter. There's yeah. absolutely no filter. Yeah. Um, she doesn't, whatever, yeah, whatever's going through her mind, she just says it. Yeah, which is... <laughs> like, there's no... That was probably the funniest one, actually. Yeah. yeah um, and then Oz is... You know, deep in his thought. (laughs) Yeah, has like these deep philosophical thoughts. Mm. Um, And then, but um, I think Willow's is probably the most interesting. You see how insecure Willow is within the group, yet she's the one who sort of takes on the leadership role and starts telling everyone what What to to do. do. Yeah, exactly. But she's the most insecure. Yeah. Mm. Um, And of course, Xander just. (laughs) <laughs> starts thinking about sex and mm. what is it? Naked buffies. <laughs> <laughs> naked buffies. Um, yeah. And poor Buffy had to hear what guys think of her. <laughs> hello, cutie pie. It wasn't hello, <laughs> cutie pie. <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? All right. We'll talk about Joyce. Um, the reveal. The reveal about Joyce and Giles having sex. Yes. So they actually had to add this because people was, were kept asking questions as to whether or not Giles and like they thought that they, they did it. Yeah, they thought that they'd made it pretty clear that it had happened from like that end scene where they look at each other and kind of like when Buffy says, "Oh, it's a good thing I got to you two in time." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and they yes. they kind of look at each other funny and then like kind of walk off a bit embarrassed. <laughs> like I thought that was pretty clear about what had happened. Yeah. Um, but they needed to address it. Just to yeah, so they just needed to confirm the fact. Twice. <laughs> that they did it twice on a police car. That's funny. And actually provides some pretty hilarious moments in yeah. this episode. Awkward moment, yeah. Yeah. And um, with the final scene of Giles, apparently that was improvised, him walking to a, yes. to a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it wasn't, it wasn't originally in the script and he thought it would be... Funny if he just walked into a tree <laughs> or add a bit of comedy to yeah, it. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely worked. And oh, do you know what Mulligan Stew is? No. What is that? <laughs> is it, oh, hang on. Is it what they give poor I did read that. It's what they give poor people and it's what's left or what the only what they've uh, got. It's generally like, I think, like, um, yeah, it's like whatever you can find. Yeah. Pretty much. But generally it's made by a homeless. People for homeless of, people, or um, or by homeless by people. homeless people. Oh. So it's whatever that they can get their hands on. Us, right, which kind of sounds great. Actually, that, anyway. that's how pizza was invented. Okay, to use whatever you had in your cupboard. So just chuck it all on there. A bit of bread, a bit of ham, a bit of tomato. Yeah, chuck it on a bit of thing and and uh, yeah. Roast it. Yeah, bit of cheese. <laughs> bit of cheese. Yeah, bit just of a bit of every, that's why it's a bit of everything. So that was the idea. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I think that's like paella as well is sort of one of those used to be like whatever was left over at like restaurants would 
whatever's left over at the end of the day, you just chuck everything. Like the uneaten stuff on the plates. No, no, oh. like <laughs> like the produce left over. Oh yeah, yeah. That you needed to get rid of. Yeah, you just chuck it all in with some rice. I think mm. was the oh yeah the plan with that. Yeah. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah, yeah. It's combining whatever food they have or can collect. It's mulligan stew. I'd, I'd actually never. I had to look up what mulligan stew was. Yeah. Why the hell are they serving that in, in um, high school cafeterias? Um, and the overall mystery of the episode. I think we've already sort of. Uh, I had no idea Lunch Lady Doris was the the killer. And yeah. it's funny. I had to even though well, that's why I brought up the mulligan stew is because. At that point, um, Xander said, "It's definitely the lunch lady. She's been trying to kill us for years." Yeah, he with says her that very. Stew. She sa- he says that right in the uh, yeah very early. And then he's the one that finds it. Yeah, which is quite a funny scene too. Which it sort of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> with this overly large box of rat poison. Yeah. <laughs> and um, on that, like, I had to re-listen to the audio when you hear someone say that everyone's going to die because I actually thought it was a male who said it. Okay. That, so that, that's, that's the whole thing is that Buffy's like, I couldn't tell whether it was male yeah, or female. Yeah, it does sound like they did alter it a little bit when mm. they, on her voice to make it sound a little sort of neutral, a little more masculine. But I suppose when you think in your head, is it your own voice that you hear in your head or was oh, it slightly oh, different? Yeah, they, <laughs> Here in the narrator, hear Morgan Freeman's voice. Yes, well, <laughs> I, that's how I narrate my life. Well, that's how I go to the <laughs> toilet every day. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? It's a great voice. Got to pick up the kids from school. <laughs> Got to the- get that milk and bread before we run Gotta out. Got to set that reminder to remember to pick up the kids from school. Um. All right. Well, I'm pretty much done. Did you have anything you wanted? To uh, one of the thing I uh stumbled across. Um, not really rabbit hole, but I uh just want to throw in there the actress who played Lunch Lady Doris. Oh, <laughs> just just the Lunch Lady. Had a bad run with Lunch Ladies, haven't they? Remember the other Lunch Lady that uh they were killing. She was a nurse. Oh, she was a nurse. Wasn't but she? I think he did keep calling her Lunch Lady <laughs> <laughs> Doris. <laughs> Uh, rediscovered a movie, or I discovered a movie, I should say. Uh, do you remember the movie Mannequin? Yes. With uh, Kim Cattrall. Yes. And uh, the other guy from Weekend at Bernie's. Uh-huh. Do you know there was a sequel to it? Um, no. Yeah. Uh, Mannequin, On the Move, released in 1991. So about a good straight straight to video or what? I think so. I think so. Uh, it's a little different. Like she turns to wood, like she's some princess or something like that. She's meant to be some sort of siren or something like that of inspiration or something like that. Uh, she, I remember in the original film she made a line about um, she inspired Michelangelo, but yeah, he was more more interested in some guy called David okay. <laughs> <laughs> than her. So she's a muse, you mean she's a muse? A muse, yeah, sorry, a muse, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this one, it's a little different. She turns to wood uh, when, she put, when, she, when she has a necklace on. And that one, she was like a, uh, a um, one of those angels where, you, where no, when anyone else looked at her, she turned into a mannequin. Oh, and only okay. when, uh, yeah. The no, blink angels. The blink angels, yeah. What do you call them? The angels of death? No, the, the angels. Weeping angels. Weeping angels. Weeping yeah. angels, yes. 
Uh, so this one's a little different. It throws this little fairy tale intro into it, starring Christy Swanson. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Probably not long after she did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I'd imagine. Okay. Uh, 1991. Uh, and starred William... Ragsdale, who's probably best known for being Herman in Herman's Head. Okay. <laughs> Remember that show? Herman's Head? Oh, a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, this this is not quite on the level of like Troll 2 sequel where they've like just made a movie and tacked a title of an existing IP on there. It seemed like they actually were trying to do some sort of sequel. There is like a character called uh, Hollywood. It was sort of the black flamboyant guy who was in the, in the first one. Okay. With like these funny glasses, so he's in he's in this as well. Um, yeah, so I've never seen or heard of this movie. I was just so surprised to see it. I'm like, oh my god, there was a sequel to that made 30 years ago. Mm. I think we need to do a reboot. <laughs> Bring back Mannequin because I did like the first one. They don't I, remake those type of movies. No, they don't. <laughs> they definitely don't. I remember oh, they, they don't really remake comedies. I think that's no. The yeah, yeah, you're right. Com- well, comedies that they don't really make at all. They don't really make comedies. Make they, the only ones that they do are on like on the Netflix. Yeah, or are a sequel to a movie that came out 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think about it. Yeah, they're the only sequels they'll make. They'll make of the um, existing IPs. Mm. So I just I just remember seeing Mannequin on the aeroplane. Back in the old days where you just had one projector in the actual aircraft itself and everyone had to have those really awful sort of uh, headphones that were like just pushed air through it or something like that. Okay. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember those ones. They used to have these really – like you could actually talk through the earphones. Like they just basically – like they weren't like headphones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't Hang know what on. you call them, but they weren't headphones that you like plug in with a jack. They were like, like air so you could actually like mm. put them in your mouth and like do noises with them and stuff. Oh, okay. And if you, you could put your ear to the actual thing and hear it as well if you didn't have oh, headphones. Okay. If you didn't want to buy the headphones, you could put the armrest up and sort of hear the film for free because <laughs> they used to charge you for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was on it. Yeah, I, do, I was on an ant set. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's gone back. Yeah. <laughs> that's gone long like back. a long time. Ant set are long gone. Yeah, I think I from, remember it from an ant set flight. I've got an ant set spoon at home. Did you just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mum wouldn't let me. Get headphones. Yeah, you have to pay for them. Yeah. yeah. And they had like I think it was the that third Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Last the last crusade, yeah. So that No, 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 no. Sorry, the fourth, that really bad one with the crystal skull. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was that one. Oh god. <laughs> was on. So I was like, mm, I think I no. might just read my book. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Uh yeah, so that's about all I got. Uh um. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, had you seen this episode? Uh, no, no, I hadn't seen this episode. Oh, had I? Actually, I do remember the – maybe it's just something you'd said to me, I think, about the fact that she could hear voices and and her saying something about, oh, you don't want to go near the boys in this school. They, what they think is just awful. Because <laughs> um, I've been done in a few films, the, the hearing voices of people. Remember that that what what a woman wants yeah, with uh, Mel yeah, Gibson. Yeah, yeah. So, so it is a it is a it's a trope. It's, it's yeah. a trope. It's yeah. being able to hear other people's yeah, voices. Yeah, but there's always that one you don't want yeah. to hear the guy's version because that's that's just too dirty. I think Chris, <laughs> I think Chris rocked into that. You um, couldn't do a guy's version. Just be too dirty. They did do a guy's version, but they did though, didn't they? I don't know what happened yeah. with that one. I called what men want. Oh, I can't remember. Like it's with um. Was it a black girl yeah. or something, I think, who could hear the voices? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I don't know. I saw it there and went, oh, yeah, I do not want to know. <laughs> I do not want to It's a rated R. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be rated R. 
All right, uh, we're doing question time? Yeah. Question time. Answer the question. Yes, Eddie? All right. Which character was your favourite? I went with Buffy. And so did I. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's settled. (laughs) Pretty Buffy heavy heavy episode. Yeah, she was pretty good in this. Um, which character do you love to hate? I sort of went with Jonathan Levinson. I don't know. Hate to hate the guy who's just everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> hate to be on board. Uh, I went with Xander because yeah? he, well, prior to being able to even hear his thoughts, he's saying some pretty horrible things about Cordelia. Going on about her being, oh, she's not that good looking compared to all the other girls. Oh, and the, the cheerleading scene, yeah. Yeah, and then he and then starts getting jealous of Wesley and his adulty Pierce Brosnan eyes or something <laughs> like that. Um, and yeah, plus all the jokes about shootings in high schools and mm, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? I like the fight scene with uh, Angel and the, and the demon. Oh, yeah. There was like a head flick kick thing they did. Yeah. yeah. A flip kick. Uh, yeah, it looked pretty brutal. Although it wasn't really a fight scene. I just want to mention the scene where Buffy's like doing the the uh, the cartwheels and, and kicks and flips <laughs> up onto the onto the roof. It looked, yeah. looked pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty that, amazing that stunt did, that, work they did there. That looked pretty amazing yeah. too. Yeah, that's what I was I was kinda go kinda I was kinda gonna go with that, even yeah. though it wasn't a fight scene, but it was definitely an action scene. Yeah, Spuffy definitely earned her paycheck that day. Yeah. <laughs> and she well the other thing is she does it in front of the whole school. Yeah. Like the whole school sees her do that. Mm, yeah. No, it was like run up a railing yeah. and then like cartwheel over the cartwheel air. Cartwheel and, and then like flip flip up in the air and, and then jump across. Uh, she jumps on the ledge, then like flips herself over yeah. the So what is it? Parkour. Parkour. <laughs> completely impossible to do. She's hanging with her arms and she manages to flip herself yeah. over it. Yes. Um I could also go the the Buffy and the lunch lady fight. With the stunt doubles, like <laughs> yes, half the size, size of the lady. And and male. Oh, no, no it is a woman. <laughs> it is a it woman. is a woman. A lot of people say it was a guy, but no, I paused it. And yeah, it is a woman. It's about half the size of her though. And it's quite so <laughs> obvious. Like, couldn't get a bursley woman or something like that to well, do they the couldn't stunt? just pad the... Pad her up or something? Pad up, pad up the stunt person. Yeah. LOL moment. And there's a few in this episode. There is a few, but I thought the one that got me uh, was right at the end when Xander sees the lunch lady, Doris, putting the rat poison in. <laughs> in, the, in the comically oversized yeah, rat, rat, like she rat poison. She could have put it in something else to, before putting it in there, but just that, that moment where they lock eyes and they're like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I thought that was quite hilarious because it was at that moment that we were kind of like, oh, well, What's what's going to happen here? Because uh, it seems Xander got distracted, like he was yeah. trying oh, to find he, something. But, but he was, yeah, he was pretty much distracted throughout the whole thing. Like like he he wasn't taking the search very seriously at yeah. all. He's like, ooh, because yeah. he was just using it to um, hit on girls. <laughs> yeah, much. like you had <laughs> him was. going, "What's your idea of a perfect date?" <laughs> like, and he was meant to go in there searching for something. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and then looking out, I don't even know why he's in there. Oh, so where'd you get the jello or the jelly? 
Yeah, but why did he go in there? Oh, in I, the first I think place? He, he was... he, I thought he smelled the food or something. He's like, ooh, you know, lunch is on or something like that. And then he goes oh, okay. in there. I think. I think that's what happens. There's something like that, maybe. All right. But yeah, he, he wasn't taking the, the search for, for no. yeah. the mass killing very. Yeah, he was thinking seriously. of his stomach when people yeah, are about to girls. die. All girls. All girls, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, probably the, the whole. Buffy with her mom <laughs> in the bedroom. You yeah. ha- and like Joyce barely says anything, and you just ha- have and you don't hear what Joyce is thinking. Yeah, you just yeah. have Buffy going. You had sex with Giles <laughs> on the police car. You had sex with Giles <laughs> on the hood of a police car twice, twice! <laughs> which is almost as funny as the. Giles later in the episode saying, feel up for some training. And Buffy's like, sure, we can work out after school. You know, if you're not too busy having sex with my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Then he walks into a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also liked the um, Giles saying, Buffy, slow down. I'm not even convinced that this is genuine mind reading and Buffy's like when I walked in a few minutes ago you thought look at her shoes if a fashion magazine told her to she'd wear cats strapped to her feet (laughs) 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 yeah Yeah. all right favorite scene well it was the Buffy (laughs) about Joyce and Giles was my favorite scene oh really yeah okay Is yours is mine is um, Buffy and Buffy hearing everyone's thoughts in the library, and you've got like Oz going, "I am my thoughts. If they exist in her, Buffy contains everything that is me, and she becomes me. I cease to exist." <laughs> so, I think therefore I am. Yeah, I think therefore I am. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Uh, <laughs> and Oz just does a little hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that whole scene is really good and that everyone ends up running out of the room because yeah. they don't want Buffy yeah. to hear what she's – and, you know, and I think she also says something to Willow like, don't think that. And it's very uh, – Very invasive, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's that's the point where everyone would not trust you. It is this – yeah, it is almost that – like it is an invasion of mm. privacy It's the only thing point. you have really is your thoughts. Yes. So if people can hear that, then you're just – But I also, you know, it's one of those things, one pet peeve I have, people shouldn't be telling you what you think and people saying what you shouldn't feel that way. Mm, Yeah. It's very annoying. (laughs) Um, You shouldn't be thinking that. You shouldn't feel that way. Um, Least favourite scene. Well, I wouldn't say it was a scene, but I I didn't like the misdirection with, uh, with Jonathan. Because they were quite clearly setting up that he was about to commit some sort of murder. Yeah. And uh, I just, yeah, I, I felt that a little contrived. Yeah. Putting the scope on there as well and yeah. y- using a rifle like that, like it would make sense to use a pistol or something, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's probably Xander at the pep rally. <laughs> okay. Don't Giving it to Cordelia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, favorite quote? Uh, it was the moment where Oz reads the review. <laughs> yep, uh, Dingo's yep. at my baby play their instruments as if they had plum polished sausages taped to their fingers. And Freddie replies, sorry, man. And I was like, no, it's fair. <laughs> yep, Can take yep. criticism. 
He's just yeah. so cool sometimes, isn't he? Just took that criticism like, no, nah, no, nah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's in, you know, between Buffy and Jonathan. And Buffy's like, I understand about the pain. And Jonathan's like, oh, right, because the burden of being beautiful and athletic, that's a crippler. Oof. Then Buffy responds with, you know what? I was wrong. You are an idiot. My life happens to, on occasion, suck beyond the telling of it. Sometimes more than I can handle. And it's not just mine. Every single person down there is ignoring your pain because they're too busy with their own. Hmm. <laughs> Which is yeah. something to think about. It is. Because it is actually incredibly true. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Best Cordelia freakout moment. Um, well, it's just that uh, conversation she has with Xander. Where Xander mentions, uh, I'm still having trouble with the fact that one of us is going to shoot everyone down for no reason. And uh, Cordelia Chase, yeah, because that never happens in American high schools. <laughs> <coughs> that was a bit, yeah. I've got um, Cordelia thinks, whatever, I wonder when I can go. And then Cordelia says, Whatever. Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> it's good having fun with that, actually, that uh, mm. the character traits doing that was what we think they would do. But, uh, yeah, I liked her. I thought hers was uh, was uh, the cleverest. I, I don't know. I kind of like what they did with Oz, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's, you could see someone doing that, but someone thinking exactly what they're saying. Or not. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. The fact that she has no filter. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Vapid whore. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? I went with Willow. Yeah? Hmm. Why? No, she didn't really do much. Oh, she kind of, well, she tried to find yeah, she out. Tries, she tried, yeah. She tried, she did those psychological programs. Yeah, yeah, I know, but she sucks at it. <laughs> she um, got nothing out of them. Yeah, I went with the mind re- reading demons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, They actually. couldn't read the fact that a vampire was coming out to... <laughs> to, to kill them? To cut their heart out, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. And they fell for the old run and stumble. <laughs> um, who's the MVP of the episode? Now, this will be controversial. I went with Xander. Really? Yeah. Well, he saved the day in the end. Not really. Yeah, he did. He well. Did. Up until that point, I'd say he would have been a strong contention well, for I went, Spoon. I went with Angel because he actually saved Buffy. Yeah. So he went and cut. Yeah, I, I was thinking Angel, and uh, but I I just think his I own incompetence. I, can't, I just can't give it to him because his behaviour throughout the episode. Up until that up point, until that he would have been, been he would have had the wooden spoon for sure. But I think that last sort of thing just flipped it on its head for me a little bit, and uh, he saved the day. Mm, okay, <laughs> I don't really want to play pay that. I think Angel maybe it's split down the middle. Well, I guess we agree to disagree. No, I think it, I think I think it's half a point to Xander and half a point to Angel. Okay, all right, they can share points. It gets it gets split down the middle. Yeah. And last but not least, what do you rate this episode out of ten? I gave it five sniper rifle scopes. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Why do you need a scope? Why do you need a, a magnifying scope if you're going to shoot yourself with a gun? And the way he puts it all all the gun together and everything, and he. The scope, the scope goes on. It was like, well, okay, obviously he's going to shoot people with that because you know you don't need to aim for your own head with a scope. Yes, 
Or do you think he was actually planning to shoot people and he just changed like he just changed his story for Buffy because Buffy was there? Uh, Is that a possibility? Yeah, you know, that could be a possibility. That would actually probably make more sense because mm. it, it just seemed maybe they were leaning to that because it doesn't make any sense the fact that he would climb a tower and have a sniper scope on a rifle on a rifle too, not a, not a handgun or a pistol. Yeah, but where he was pla- though he would have you know he's planning on shooting a few people and shooting himself. Mm. Yeah, which is what a lot do. Yeah, very dark. <laughs> All right. Was there uh, anything else you wanted to add, Eddie? I think uh, I'm all done. I'm all done. On our 50th episode, Eddie. Our 50th episode, Eddie. Yellow break Come on. It's a milestone. 50 more. I hope you're enjoying listening to us. Listen to our next 50 episodes. Maybe get to 100, 200, 1,000. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I am Edwina. And you can find us on... TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And always be sure to like, share, subscribe. Love your brother. Love your neighbor. Take care of yourselves. Leave a review. Leave a review. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Girl.